0: for joining us and welcome to Activate Your Health. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Kayla.
0: And we're back again to discuss all things health here in Allen County. From the fun to the serious, we discuss health-related issues that affect the people that live, learn, work, worship, and play in our county. So thanks for joining us on what is hopefully a beautiful day here in Allen County. Today, we're going to actually take on the uncomfortable task, talking about ourselves. I know, Kayla, uh, it's not always comfortable for us to brag about Activate, but I think we need to do it.
1: Yes, we need to let people know what we're doing, and I think it's a good time for us to do that as we kind of start the new year.
0: Yeah, because we often get a lot of questions about really who, what, when, and why Activate Allen County is. We often get a lot of questions about the why of Activate Allen County. So today we want to discuss our past, our present, and our future because so many folks have asked us about that. We want to make sure that everyone's aware about what we're doing in our community and how you, your organization, and the community at large can get involved in making our region a more healthy place to live, learn, work, and play.
1: So let's start by uh, making sure we know our mission so we are a community health collaboration that exists to influence and improve the culture of health and well-being for all in Allen County so as we unpack that we'll start at the beginning back in 2011 when activate was born so we've actually been here in the community for over a decade now Josh which is really exciting to think about
0: time goes really fast Kayla you know you blink and uh, yeah we've got almost 12 years under activates belt.
1: it does and we've done quite a bit in that time so we'll start with a little brief history. Back in 2011, we were actually a part of the Lima family YMCA. So at that time, Allen County ranked 83rd out of 88 for the Ohio County's life expectancy, and we were ranked 83rd out of 88 in health behaviors, meaning that we had a lot of work to do. We were at the bottom of the barrel when it came to Ohio counties, and we knew that we needed to come together to look at our health improvement plan and how we can work with other stakeholders in the community to increase that ranking.
0: Yeah, and I think the conversations that we're happening back in 2011 really were led by the then YMCA CEO, Jerry Courtney. And through what was called a Pioneering Healthiers Community Grant, we were able to fund the initial launch of Activate Allen County and bring a collaborative group of leaders and organizations together to actually go down to Washington, D.C. to find out how community collaboratives are built, sustained, and how they make sustainable impact in our community. And so from that initial you know seed money and that small group that went down to Washington, D.C., that's where Activate Allen County was really born. And many of those same partners that were a part of that initial group of pioneering healthy communities that went down to Washington, D.C., those organizations are still heavily involved in our leadership, and we'll talk about that later on. That's where we started back in 2011.
1: Yes, and with that work, so those those stakeholders coming together, that small pot of money, we were then able to apply and receive a $1.2 million CDC grant called Small Community Transformation Grant, and that was enabling us to create a team here that we called activate allen county of course and our main focus was working on active living tobacco-free lifestyles and healthy eating so we had three big buckets of work looking at tobacco-free lifestyles helping people be more physically active and then looking at nutrition policy as well so those were what we started with
0: yeah and that was a great start because that allowed us to actually you know build out our organization like kayla said we brought a full team on so at that time we were actually staffed uh up to five team members. So it was a very productive time frame for Activate Allen County, but it was very prescriptive. So the CDC grant at that time, the Small Communities Transformation Grant, like Kayla mentioned, really only had those three buckets of work that we could do that were really focused on active living, tobacco-free lifestyles, and healthy eating. So after that grant period ended, we actually applied for a very similar grant from the CDC called a Partnerships to Improve Community Health Initiative. That was actually a three-year initiative that funded about $450,000 and it was also like I said provided by the CDC. Once again, we were still very prescriptive in our work. We were looking at active living, healthy eating and tobacco-free lifestyles once again. And we noticed after that 3-year initiative that there were other community health issues, problems mm-hmm. if you will, that we really hadn't focused on or hadn't had any of our energies or money spent on. So, at that time in October 2017, we decided to move into a new model.
1: Yes, so- So after those discussions took place, realizing that potentially applying for more large federal dollars may not be the best way forward for our community. We really wanted to be more nimble. We wanted to be able to react to our community needs a lot quicker and bring other partners to the table who had not been at the table because again, being very prescriptive, we weren't able to address some of the uh, concerns such as housing or mental health concerns or the opioid epidemic for a few examples of things that we really weren't touching before 2017. So when that conversation was had in 2017, we moved from the YMCA to our current home with the Lima Allen County Chamber of Commerce and the Chamber Foundation. So as Josh and I have mentioned multiple times here, we are Chamber of Commerce employees and Activate Allen County falls under the Chamber Foundation's nonprofit status. So at that point, we became fully funded through the community. That was really a great big change for us. A great change, but also had um, a lot of things that we needed to work through because again, we were all then locally funded. So no large grant dollars coming through. We formed an executive council, and those dues were paying for our work. We also have some private support and private donations and sponsorships that come in. But for the majority of our budget, we're all here locally funded through our executive council.
0: Yeah, and we just want to take a moment to recognize and thank our current executive council members. Those are Mercy Health, Allen County Public Health, the Lima-Allen County Chamber of Commerce, WOCAP, which is West Central Ohio Community Action Partnership, the City of Lima, the Allen County Commissioners, the Mental Health Recovery Services Board of Allen-Augley in Hardin County, the United Way of Greater Lima, the Allen County Regional Transit Authority, Bluffton University, and the Lima Allen County Regional Planning Commission. So, we just want to thank all of those organizations for their support over the years and their future support. And if you are a member of an organization that is interested in sponsoring programs or getting involved in Activate Allen County, just give us a call, shoot us an email, send us a Facebook message, and we can set up a meeting to discuss how we can work with you to both elevate your current health and wellness policies, but also on on how you can be involved in elevating our region and our community's health.
1: All right, Josh. Well, that was a quick history recap of Activate Allen County. So from 2011 to present, we just kind of went through our structure and how we've become who we are today. So now let's get into what does Activate Allen County do? We also get this question a lot. What are some of those main things that we're functioning to do in the community? So let's jump right in to one of our main activities. And what we really love to do is look at data. We are a data-driven, evidence-based organization. And one way we fulfill that is by looking at our community health assessments. So community health assessments are a way of collecting community data. So many of you on the call may be a part of those surveys. We get those mailed on a regular basis to our community residents who fill them out. We also conduct community conversations and at any of our Activate Allen County events, there's always surveys on hand to gain resident feedback. It's really vital to the work that we do at Activate in order to have good data, good feedback from the community to then make decisions That move forward and how we can best meet the needs of our community residents.
0: Yeah. And so we take all of that data that's collected through the community health assessments. We also are using some aggregate data that we actually have housed in what's called our Allen County Health Atlas, which was launched in 2022, which was a new data tool, which is available to the entire community. And at the site, current data concerning a variety of topics can be accessed, as well as our current CHIP goals um, to increase community access and transparency. So that's a really strong data piece. is really available to anyone in our community. So if you go to www.AllenCountyHealthAtlas.org, you can jump on there, play around with the maps, and get a wealth of data and information. It's almost too much, (laughs) Um, but it is so much, if you're in a business that is looking at some community health data, if you're a nonprofit looking to apply for additional grant dollars, we strongly recommend the community access that uh, Allen County Health Atlas for all of your health needs.
1: And Josh, you mentioned the acronym CHIP, when you were talking just now about our health atlas, many who may not know what exactly that means. I was there once before, so I'm with you, but CHIP stands for our Community Health Improvement Plan. So once we look at all that data housed in the atlas and from the assessments that we're doing on a regular basis, we then bring a group of stakeholders together to discuss our health improvement plan. So this is a way for us to look into the future, set goals and understand exactly what kinds of new programs we could potentially be working on, look at what kind of progress, has been made in the past, who's doing what in the community in terms of stakeholders, organizations who are working in similar areas and how we can bring all that work into one document, one data piece, so we can then have the ability to track that data over time. So for example, if we were looking at food insecurity, we've talked about our green prescription program here on the podcast before where we're looking at ways to alleviate those who are experiencing food insecurity through providing them food at their doctor's appointments and then having them go to the West Ohio Food Bank. So we'll be able to track those referrals, Uh, similar to tobacco cessation. We're looking at how many people are being referred into those programs and then trying to, of course, increase that over time and figuring out how we can work as a community again together to see improvement in our data. So all this feeds back into then our community health assessment. So as we continuously do this assessment process, continuously do community improvement plans, we're always then looking to gauge our successes, gauge where our barriers are, gauge where we're not doing as well as we should be, continuing to modify that approach so that way we can provide the best programs and the best ways for our community to be as healthy as possible
0: yeah and, and like Kayla mentioned that the work of the chip is done by many organizations and nonprofit government agencies it's really not all the work of activate Allen County we're just helping coordinate track that data like Kayla mentioned and make sure that we're keeping on the same continuum of health as a community and, and keeping our eye on the same prize and goals and objectives and so what we also like to do once a year is through our community health improvement planning and our community health assessing. We like to have an annual stakeholder event. So once a year, we meet with our community stakeholders to really discuss this new data and have leaders discuss new updates, um, including their successes and barriers from the previous year. In 2022, we had about 100 stakeholders in attendance at our in-person event. So we were happy to have that back in person after having to have some digital and some streaming events through the pandemic. So we just want to say thanks to everyone that's participated in that stakeholder event. But that's really a great place to get an update on all of that planning and assessing work that's been done.
1: Okay. Well, that was a lot about data, a lot about community <laughs> assessing and community planning. So many of you listening uh, may have no idea what any of that was. Hopefully gave you a little glimpse into some of that work that goes in behind the scenes, but you probably are more familiar with some of the forward-facing work that Activate does in the community. So we'll move into talking about some of those items here next. It's really uh, the fun stuff, yes, Kayla. Let's yes, get into the fun yes, stuff that people actually are yes. excited about. Yeah. Yeah. So the the data is super important and we have to have it, but really what we wanna to bring to the community is a lot of fun and a lot of community events. So you will probably seen us out in the community. We hope you have. If you haven't, please look for us this year out and about. We do things such as drive-through distributions, the Lima Locos Kids Night. We also host block parties, which we really are excited about. Our block parties are a way for us to actually go into the neighborhood and have a really fun event directly in our neighborhoods that need it the most. So neighborhoods that may lack some resources or may not have the income that many others experience here. So we're really hoping to come into those neighborhoods with a lot of fun and a lot of resources and we call those our block parties. So we've done those in the past at South Jackson Community Garden and Bradfield Center. So look for those coming next year, Uh, locations to be determined. But we really do love having block parties in our community. We also have a community garden, our South Jackson Community Garden and also the Lima Community Garden on Spring and Collette Street. So we have opportunities for folks to get their hands dirty, join a community garden, learn about gardening, and also be able to grow your own food, which is really great with prices going up and groceries getting more and more expensive. It's always nice to have your garden plot. So be looking for that coming up as well after the first of the year. Be on the lookout here soon for your chance to get a garden bed at one of those locations because we will be taking sign-ups for those here in the near future. And our crown jewel event each year is our Healthy Families Expo. So in 2022, we had over 30 vendors on hand and over 650 residents just like yourselves were in attendance and we were able to connect many residents with great community resources such as Help Me Grow and WIC, looking at home visiting services, getting health assessments, but also on the back end having a lot of fun meeting Santa Claus and bouncing in the bounce houses and getting their face painted. So those are just a couple of the community events that we really enjoy bringing to you all.
0: Yeah and they're really fun so we just thank everybody that's come out to those events and been part of it. One of our, I would say, except Programs that we operate here through Activate Allen County are Activated Challenges. And really, our challenges are mini grant programs where we ask different organizations, be it schools, neighborhoods, child care centers, faith based community organizations, and coming soon to business communities, to assess their environment. So we ask them to do a self assessment and then they're coming up with improvement plans, ways to improve the physical health, the mental behavior health, or nutrition of their students at their school, residents in their neighborhoods, child care center children or faith-based community members to elevate their health. And then we provide technical assistance free of charge. And then we add funds to support their work. So for an activated school challenge, we can actually fund up to $2,500, those initiatives in schools. Um, and we do that thanks to partnership with Mercy Health and the Mental Health Recovery Services Board of Allen, Auglaize, and Hardin County. So for example, our school challenge, we actually impact each year 10 or more schools in the Allen, Putnam, and Auglaize counties. Our Neighborhood Challenge awards two Two awards in local neighborhoods in the city of Lima. And our Child Care Challenge awards three child care centers up to $500 per year per application. And then lastly, our Activated Faith Community Challenge actually awarded this year 11 faith-based organizations up to $1,000 to improve their health. So those are amazing programs. And we want to make sure that if you are a member of a faith-based organization, uh, if your kids go to a child care center, you're a part of a neighborhood city, or your kids go to a local school, make sure you're aware of those challenges and make sure that your organizations are applying for those because we make it as easy as possible. And I promise you the strings that we attach um, to our grants and our mini grants are not like uh, we had when we were funded (laughs) by the CDC. Um, You know, really we're asking just that they're meaningful and sustainable programs and uh, we like to celebrate your successes. So we like to see photos and and all of that good stuff. It's a real pleasure for us to administer those programs and really make a strong impact throughout our community.
1: Yes, we love to be in the community. I think that Josh and I share, you know, we. We love to help you um, and get those applications done and to really assist you in creating what that vision looks like for your environment so as josh mentioned these grants are not prescriptive we're not tying you down to one area or another we really do work with you and you bring us the vision and the idea of what you want to impact and then we help you form that budget and application in order to really reach as many as we can with these funds
0: yeah we don't like to tell people what no. to do right no. we believe in liberty and letting people it doesn't make work well the, normally right i don't think so yeah people <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people do not like to be dictated to. So we like to just provide information that enables folks to make that healthy choice whenever they choose to do so.
1: We also love to partner with as many community partners and organizations as we can throughout each year. We do that in a number of ways. We assist with bike and pedestrian counts. So that's a way to collect data at different intersections and different parks here in our community to see the usage, see how many of you all are out and about walking using active transportation, which means bikes, walking, skateboarding, etc. That data helps us then determine um, infrastructure changes and how intersections and parks are being utilized in our community. We also love to work with our downtown Lima Farmers Market. So the Chamber of Commerce is a huge supporter of the downtown Lima Farmers Market along with Nutrien and Mercy Health. So again, we look at how we can assist with that. We also look at how many of you all are using the SNAP and EBT and WIC benefits that are offered there as well because those are huge dollars that we love to see right back into our community by supporting our local vendors in that way. So if you have not visited the downtown Lima Farmer's Market, please plan to do that this year. We also participate in programs such as the Green Prescription Program and the Tobacco Cessation Program and also an EAP program which many you may not know about, but EAPs are Employee Assistance Programs. So if you do work for a business and you don't have those benefits, those are benefits that are included usually in your insurance they are for counseling um, or for potential other mental health concerns or just ways for you to be Assisted as an employee to the best of your ability, to in order to not have to miss work regularly, right, Josh? Yeah, and
0: there's even um, help for finding childcare, housing, or discounts to go see a movie, or discounts to a Sam's Club membership. So there's a really lot of opportunities through an EAP to support you and to make some strong benefits for your family.
1: Yeah, so we really do enjoy our partnership with the EAP program. Um, so if you are interested in looking at um, tobacco cessation this year, or you might have a business that needs an EAP, again, we would love to connect you with those type of programs in the community. We like to have our our pulse on as many things as we can. We like to be that neutral convener of all things health and wellness to know kind of where to point you. So if you have questions about some of these programs in the community or how to get yourself involved or your organization involved, we would love to hear from you.
0: Yeah. And I know we had mentioned that we're not grant dependent any longer, but that doesn't mean that we're not doing some strong grant work. So we are actually still working with our local healings communities grant. which is looking at our opioid crisis and how well we've reacted to that locally. We're working with Mercy Health on the Ohio Health Improvement Zones grant. We're also working on a tobacco prevention cessation grant, an AARP community grant, an ODH maternal and infant support grant, and finally a put a lid on it grant which supplies local bike helmets to children in our region. And then lastly, you know we have some great media partners. You're hearing us on Wolf Boom Radio, our great media partners at Wolf Boom. Hometown Stations is also a great partner to us and something that we are very grateful to have but lastly i know we mentioned this just briefly but we also have our south jackson community garden this year we're going to have up to 16 beds available to the community free of charge and a great way like kayla said to grow your own fruits your own vegetables and to connect with the community so if you're interested in being part of community gardening this year please reach out to us and the best way to do that is really to send us a message on facebook twitter or give us a call at 419-222-6045 that's 419-222-6045 You can also go to our website, which is activateallencounty.com, sign up for our newsletter and keep up to speed with all of the things that we've been doing.
1: I think we're pretty busy.
0: I think so. And that's just two of us right now. So (laughs) we do have a lot of volunteers and partners, though, that drive our work. And we could not do that without those folks. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For everyone who's given us. Beyond
1: our dues paying numbers, we mentioned them earlier in the podcast, but we also have a ton of other great community partners and sponsors of different events and different programs in the community who really come alongside of us and have the same vision and mission that we have. And we really couldn't do this work without a strong collaboration. So it's really exciting to see um, how Activate has transformed, you know, from 2011 to where we are now. What a big change. We've gone through a lot of some growing and we've got a lot more nimble to the community. So we've been really excited to see how how it's transformed and the fact that the community still finds value in this work. Um, And that's really humbling and awesome to see.
0: Absolutely. And Allen County has come a long way. I would urge you, If you haven't visited downtown Lima, visited Bluffton, Delphus, our many villages throughout Allen County, take some time and discover the wealth of resources that our community has. Allen County is a great place to live and to speak on Kayla's behalf, we love Allen County, we love Lima and love serving the people of our community. And so we thank you for coming to our events, being part of our coalitions and supporting the work that Activate does. And we know that this time of the year is also not always the happiest time of the year for folks. You know, we just came out of, of our Christmas uh, holiday season and uh, New Year's upon us. So, if you are struggling, we want to remind you that there is local help. Please call the crisis line at 1 800 567 HOPE. That's 1 800 567 4673, or you can text 741 741 if you're struggling. Don't hesitate, reach out.
1: We do hope that you've enjoyed today as we've kind of bragged about ourselves and also all the great work that we're doing, but also just giving you a little history and a recap of some of the things that you might see upcoming this year. We hope that you you become active with Activate, Uh, go to our website, go to our Facebook and really engage with us. We would ask that if you have any questions, you can always message us or call us. We have a newsletter as well that you can sign up for um, by going to our website Um, and you can get signed up with your email for our newsletter to keep up to date on everything that we're doing. Um, And we really do appreciate, again, being in this community. We love being in the community. So thank you for your ongoing support. Until we see you next time, uh, please stay safe, stay healthy, be active, and we'll see you next month.
0: Bye.